United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Joining me now, Mona Yakubian is Senior Advisor for Syria, the Middle East, and North Africa at the, at the U.S. Institute of Peace. Here to discuss her War on the Rocks commentary, Ukraine's consequences are finally spreading to Syria. Mona, good morning. Good morning, Julie. Very uh, sobering piece, particularly the part about how the U.S. is really not prepared for this. Well, you know, Syria has really sort of fallen well down the list of foreign policy priorities for the U.S. I mean, a lot of this is understandable, of course, given the war in Ukraine, given a rising China. Uh, But my piece really seeks to sort of um, raise the alarm a little bit that, you know, there are some knock-on effects of Russia's uh, decision to invade Ukraine. And we're seeing some of that in Syria. A lot of it has to do with Russia losing its leverage in Syria, losing some of its influence. But that's setting off potentially a series of shifts um, in the conflict landscape that could have direct uh, impact on U.S. national security interests there. So, number one, Turkey stepping up, uh, seizing the upper hand. Iran also a worry and, and Israel also in a tough spot. No, exactly. So, you know, Turkey has been threatening now for months to undertake another incursion into northeast Syria. And thus far, the Russians have been able to keep them in check. But as Russia loses some of its influence with Turkey or frankly loses, as the peace notes, the upper hand with Turkey, we are seeing that there's a potential for uh, a Turkish invasion. And that would have real impact on U.S. national security interests, because we maintain a small uh, force in northeast Syria. We work with Kurdish partners there to counter ISIS. We can't forget about ISIS. Mm. And if there's an invasion, that could have a really a real destabilizing effect um, and really minimize our ability uh, to keep ISIS in check in that part of Syria. I think it's very interesting, this uh, power dynamic between Moscow and Ankara. Well, it's fascinating. I mean, you've seen how Turkish President Erdogan has really played the Ukraine conflict quite well to his advantage. He's really positioned Turkey to be in this sort of mediating position. He's providing drones to Ukraine, but he's also providing a safe haven and uh, for Russia, refuses to uh, observe sanctions. So, so Turkey's becoming sort of an economic hub for Russia. Mm. Uh, and so you can see that there's a there's a real kind of he, he sort of put himself in a position of, of great importance. And of course, as a NATO member, he has the ability to veto the accession of, of Finland and Sweden. Those, those are key priorities for the U.S. And, and indeed, Turkey is still holding out <laughs> on allowing Sweden to join NATO. So so he's playing this quite uh, astutely. Uh, and that is having real impacts um, around the globe, but certainly in Syria as well. Iran also taking an interest. What's their game? Well, Iran is being very opportunistic, as always. And so as Russia is forced to pull back a bit from different parts of Syria, uh, the Iranians are seeking to exploit the advantage on the ground and uh, fill some of those security vacuums where they can. They're also becoming a lot bolder 
in their use of Syrian airports, for example, to, to seek to transfer weapons to Hezbollah, the, uh, the Shia militia that is their ally, uh, that's also playing a role in Syria. Uh, Russia in the past had been able to sort of play what I call in the piece a regulating role, kind of keep Iran in check. But again, that relationship is also shifting. And now we're seeing that Iran, in fact, is growing more dependent. Sorry, Russia is growing more dependent on Iran. So the Iranians are providing drones to Russia in Ukraine. Um, and that is shifting the dynamic, the power dynamic of the relationship. And it's having reverberations into Syria as well. It's so interesting. I mean, uh, so many voices have have hoped for the diminishment of Russia through this Ukrainian conflict. Like this will this will knock them down to size. But that just creates a vacuum for other potentially bad operators to step in. Well, that's exactly right. And I think that's why Syria is an interesting place to watch, because it is perhaps one of the most complex conflict arenas in the world. And so while seemingly it would, it would be that, yeah, Russia is sort of on the losing end or is doing badly in Ukraine, and that's got to be bad for it in Syria, that's true. But uh, there are too many actors there for it to be a simple mm -hmm. math equation. Yeah. So what's the uh, Israel piece of this, Mona? Well, the Israel piece is really fascinating. I mean, Israel has really played this or had to sort of walk a very fine balance uh, between its support for Ukraine and the West. And of course, it's a key U.S. ally. But it also has over the years maintained a, a, a strong relationship with Russia because Russia has essentially allowed Israel to uh, operate in Syrian airspace to take strikes against Iranian targets when it wants to. That relationship has changed as Israel has sort of uh, undertaken to support Ukraine to the extent it can. This has angered Russia and the Russians have taken that out on on Israel in various ways, including seeking to limit their ability to undertake strikes in Syria. Now, that may change with uh, now returned Prime Minister uh, Netanyahu, who has a warm relationship with Putin. So it'll be interesting to see. You know, is Netanyahu able to sort of walk that fine line uh, or do we see growing and continuing tensions between um, Israel and Russia being played out in Syria? Wow. And meanwhile, you know, Netanyahu seems to be having a really bad time of it at home. Indeed. I mean, he's 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 facing all kinds of challenges as he puts this uh, fairly right wing government into place and, of course, is seeking to undermine the independence of the judiciary in Israel. And that's causing, of course, lots of popular protest and, and blowback. So a very complex situation there as well. Mona Yacoubian, Senior Advisor for Syria, Middle East and North Africa at the United States Institute of Peace. Mona, thank you so much. Thank you, Julie. Have a great day. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.